Welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Oh, let's get it up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the world. Welcome on in once again, back again to the Sports Buffoon Studios here out of Lenexa, Kansas. Thank goodness it's a Wednesday night, so that way we... What are you doing over there? That way we can get it crunk for you guys. Uh, if that's is that still a word we use in today's age? Crunk, crunk. No, they, that, that that was back in I feel like Lil John two thousand five. Yeah, somewhere baby. In there. That's, but that's see that eight, I feel like five. I'm a I'm an 05 kind of guy though. Yeah. I, I love 05. That was man. a good era. First of all, great albums. We had a mixture of great rock and rap yep. at the time. Now everything's gone to trash. So um, yeah, I mean I don't know, man. I think 05 was a cool time period actually. Uh, but the reason I'm holding a blue bat right now is that it is the uh, the end of Royals. Baseball season. Uh, this is the final Royals baseball season episode. We're going to be uh, having to deal with, I guess. Who not cares? that Not that we talk Royals. Tan- Look, listen, Tanner. We all Zach care. Crank- Zach Cranky pitches his final game as a Royal coming up on this coming Sunday. And I, I hope final game ever, probably. He's going to retire. And I, just, I hope it goes yeah. well. Congrats so, to him. Bro. So that, that's why I'm holding this blue bat for you guys. If you're going out to the game on Sunday at Coffin Stadium, uh, go out there, cheer on Zach Grinky. In his retirement, so that's all I got to say Agreed. about that. I mean, I mean the dude, a- to be fair, the dude is a Hall of Famer. He's yeah. a future Hall of Famer, oh, and yeah. I, I've got his autograph, and I will sell it there, to you guys. Anybody out there for I'm sure you three hundred and seventy five dollars. There is a few, sell few retirements going around the way this year too, right? We have a uh, Granky, of course, uh, Miggy out there in Detroit Tigers, legend, right there. So he's, he's been playing forever as well. Forever. How old so- is that guy? He, he, is he 40? I think he's 40. I'll look him up. Close to 40 at least. What about Otani? Otani's going to retire the We're arm gonna... and just go as a, a one sided player. Old. You yeah. know? 40 years old. Okay. Not like, yeah, not like Deion, Deion Sanders plays both sides of the field, but Otani is about to go down to one side. He, well, he should. We're not it's talking a, it's Deion. Second too Tommy much John. We're talking about everything. Else. Second Tommy John. So, yeah, he should. I mean, All it's right. going to cost him money, though. That's 200 mil at least. He less that he's going to not get. Good news is, guys. Whatever. I just wanted to get Grinky off my chest and just say, thank God it's football <laughs> we, season. Let's let's. Before we end the baseball talk, real quick that. here, can we give a big congrats to the friend and family of the show, Connor Connor Dawson, Dawson. on the Brewers making the yeah making the uh, uh, playoffs and yeah. clinching the division last night thanks thank to a you. Cubs drop. That's congratulations. To what him. I'm talking about, baby. Yeah. Most importantly, oh, that's, that's awesome. most importantly, like you don't get fired, dude. So I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> well, good job for not getting I, fired. It's still so funny. Look, hey, that, that that's team, a celebration, right? That's there. a team that the Brewers, their their offense had a lot of young guys this year, a lot of uh, guys who were not MLB ready, maybe. But he made it work, man. That that team's a, a bona fide playoff contender. They, they really team. They really hit on the trade deadline. Is what really happened there. Really and I, I do, I do want to see him do well because when oh. I was growing up as a child. The Brewers were in our division. Yeah. Like, the Brewers were in the, yeah. the Royals division. So, I do want to yeah. see the Brewers do well. I want to see Connor do well. And uh, most importantly, man, just, you know, take it to the extreme, man. I remember that time Connor and I were swimming in the pool together and my girlfriend's in there. And he was just there for the whole thing, whole experience. Yeah. And I'm glad that we got to have that together. <laughs> and uh, I'm just glad that we got to enjoy that. You so, know, just 
It's unfortunate. All that, that all that good time. Yeah. It, was it a European bathing pool or was it, it just a regular For that pool? moment, it was. It was in Tanner's <laughs> wow. apartment okay. pool, as a matter of fact. Well, it was both of our uh, apartment's pool. Well, no. Oh, no. This, was, this was back when you were over by Quivira. Oh, this is Regents? Oh, yeah. Regents, wow. man. I forgot. Yeah, that's right. Regents, that's we had right. some wild stuff going on over there. Well but, done. Let, let's just get right. back to sports for a moment. Anyways. All right, back guys. No, let's actually introduce ourselves. So, JG to my left, Tanner Dawson to my right. I'm Mike Soto running it here. Um, what you guys sipping on? I got the buzz balls, man. That's my main go-to. Got a vitamin water. I've been drinking everything under the sun, you know, for the last three hours. And, uh, oh. you know, I, I went sober, guys. Did you know that I went sober for, I think Mike did it as well, and for the entire month of August. Now we're into September. We're actually towards the end of September. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know what the fuck we're drinking right now, but it, it tastes amazing. And we love to talk about sports. We love to give you guys free advice in terms of your sports betting because we are degenerates on this fucking show. We'll be later in the show. And uh, so stay tuned. We're, for we're four days away from October 1st and you're reading up August. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Now. That is true. That is a that is a thing that just happened. So we're fucking gambling um, degenerates. We okay, are. Well, uh, Tater, how you doing? Boy. I'm good. <laughs> what you got over there? You got a. You came in clutch there. You know, you you swung something and uh, I, I walked in with a goose. In with, with some goose. IPA. I played some ducks to get a free goose. Dude, that's so yeah, that's what I did. I I wanted a beer, but I didn't want. I didn't have any here that I really wanted. Obviously, you saw my fridge, Mike. It's just a whiskey. Hey, you, so. But coming this this is full clutch. This is full clutch. Belong goose mode. So yeah, I'm uh Tanner gave me a little absolute uh, Mandarin, I think is what it's called, or something like that. So I'm gonna sip on that. But um yeah, guys. Otherwise, we're here to talk football with you for the most part. So um great news, guys. We kicked it off this past week, week three. I was down to Branson with the girl, her 30th birthday. So a little little yes. uh, getaway party for us to ourselves. Um we had a great time. 30 is a but, wonderful age. Of course, I had to find time on Sunday to go to Big Whiskey's to watch a Chiefs-Bears game. And, uh, man, that was awesome. That, that place was, was short-lived awesome. here, wasn't it? It was short-lived here in Oakland Park. Yeah. But and they I, tore that building down. I was a always a fan, man. I've I thought it was really it. good. It was, And it's still standing in, in Branson. Is so it? it's still there, man. It's going wonderful. I mean, it's busy as hell, without a doubt. So. Oh, hey, what was that fast food place you went to? Oh, I went to Beefaroo, Tanner. I went to Beefaroo. That was in Springfield. There's um, one up in down. OP now. Yeah, they got they got a beef. I heard. I, I drove by yesterday. I had to go to the storage from baseball practice, and I looked it's over. Good. We're uh, uh, was it not uh, Canes? It's uh, the other one. Be, uh, the know. other chicken place. Oh shoot, I don't know, man. But it's but like it, I knew they closed down that, and then I looked over and said, "That say beef See, room. I'm pretty sure the thing is, told me. everyone over out here. Whenever we first brought Whataburger to Kansas City, was freaking out and. Waiting three hours in line to get a goddamn burger. Yeah, Beefaroo is better than Whataburger, man. It probably don't, don't waste is. your time at Whataburger. Go to Beefaroo. I mean, it looks better from what I'm seeing here. It is. It is. So, um, cool. no. Anyways, uh, let's get to the Chiefs Bears real quick. So, uh, obviously, the game was a big time blowout. Uh, we ended up 41 to 10 in that game. Could have so been good. worse. So good to see though. Put the put the backups in, in the third quarter. Um, and you now it. One of the things about that game that just made me kind of happy was just that. I know we're going against the worst team in the league in that moment, but just getting on the same page with a lot of the guys yes. on, on the offensive side of the ball, I knew the defense was going to be awesome. I knew that going into it. I told you guys last week it was going to be badass. Um, it was easy. No Bolton, no and, problem. And, well, no, because this linebacker group is awesome itself, too. When, even without Bolton, it's deep. Lots of depth there. Um, but offensively, we got to see some great things from Rasheed Rice. 
Uh, Travis Kelsey looks like he's back to his old form, of course, uh, with seven catches for 69 yards and a touchdown. Nice. Um, and then the run game put up 152, I believe, uh, yards on the ground. Of course, some of that was Mahomes, but a lot of it was also just Pacheco. And even Clyde edwards alaire had 50, 52, I think, yards on the ground as well himself. But he couldn't get the three yards in receiving. No, no, no. That, that, you know, what, what can you expect? We got to keep our expectations low for Mr. Clyde Edwards Alaire here in KC. We don't we don't expect great things necessarily. Just just be available, that, I guess. That was the low expectation. Three and a half. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you on that, man. I don't tell you on your betting things. So um but no, I mean overall I was pretty happy with the performance of everybody for the most part. Um Harry's Tony, I mean, what was the point? What was the point of even putting him out there in the first place? It made no sense to me. Um all that kind of good stuff. But I mean, obviously the, the thing that stole the show, uh, we can, we could talk about that real quick, but now, now it's official. Now it's official. The, uh, the dating of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift is now official. And, and they obviously had a great evening, a great weekend itself. Did you um, see him in that car? Yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah, they had a, he had a, cutlass? Uh, uh, I got, there was a Chevelle actually. Is that what it was? I think it was a Chevelle. Somebody said cutlass on Twitter. I don't know. I don't be know. A my cars. I think it was a Chevelle. Um, really good though. But yeah, no, it looked good. Of course, uh, they they took off, and Travis got to avoid all the questions from all the media that night. And um, I, I heard she stayed for a couple of nights, as a matter of fact. So went back on Tuesday morning. Was the last I ever heard about everything. But I, they've wow. been they've been hanging out for a few days, obviously. Yeah. And uh, the the news of the day is today, as a matter of fact, is that she will be in attendance for the Chiefs Jets game in New York. So. Uh, obviously, this this thing's going to keep on rolling. Um, what that means for Chiefs ticket sales, I have no idea because we know all about the 400% increase for Travis Kelsey jersey sales. That was insane. Stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't what? know. I don't really want to, like, I don't really have a reason to want to get into this too much because everyone that you, every time you turn on a news station, it feels like oh, someone's talking about it. And it's, a, it's kind of annoying. It's in front of your face. I, I don't really care about this whole thing. I mean, I think it's funny. It's amusing. Um, Taylor Swift has some good songs that I like. I mean, I, I, I've listened to her here you, off and on, her here and there. You think Brittany Mahomes is jealous because the spotlight's not the on, spotlight's her on her anymore? If she's jealous, that's pretty. That's that's very petty. If if that's the case, because <laughs> if, if if you're Brittany Mahomes and and you're jealous of Taylor Swift now becoming the most popular uh, female that has anything to do with the organization, um, I mean, you get you got to realize. Okay, wait a minute. Let's, this is the most worldwide, most famous woman right, right let's, now. Let's and, be real. Mama Kelsey surpassed surpassed her last year, so you think you think Donna? I think Donna's Donna, sitting there as number two, and Brittany Mahomes at three. Oh, well, maybe, but I, I think Donna's more one. Just like the Kelseys in general, those two as brothers. I mean, I mean, she might the be NFL. the queen. In now, I'll say this: Donna surpassed Brittany when it comes to the NFL because at least she's more well known, recognized within just the uh, NFL world at this point. Now that both Jason and Travis have been around, she did get to go on the script commercial, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, but no, I don't really have an opinion on the whole situation for the most part. I mean, it's I'm glad it's happening. It's it's funny to me. I laughed out loud whenever I, I literally LOL you guys whenever I saw her in the stands while I was in Branson on the TV screen. And um, no, I mean, what do you what do you guys have to think about this? What are any, any opinions? What, does it matter to you guys that he's Travis Kelsey's dating Taylor Swift? I mean, you know, he's got a lot of advertisements out there. With the uh, the Bud Light and the Pfizer, so we're making a lot of money, bitch. You know what? And what ha- what happens when you make a lot of money? You you don't really give a fuck. 
You know, if you're if you're it's out there that. and you're out there with Taylor Swift, you know, two big superstars in the world, and you're making a shitload of money from Pfizer and Bud Light. It's weird you, that you honestly, bring up those two. No, I'm not bringing up any. Like at some point, because he has high V too. But at some case. point. Yeah, those are those, no. He does nah, have a I lot of sponsors. Shit about that. He does have a lot of sponsors. He's getting of, well, he's getting the most money. We're, we're naming Bud a Light. couple of Pacific companies. It's here. a little bit different when you're talking about Bud Light and Pfizer, okay? But when you when you get that, that much was two money, years ago, dude. My question to you is: When you get that much fucking money from those two fucking companies, do you really give a fuck what people think? I I, I, I wouldn't. I would not. I'm taking that fucking paycheck. And I'm, and you know, I'm, I'm being friends, friends with Taylor Swift or whatever you want to throw out there. I, I'm living my best life, man. Like I, I have nothing against all of Travis Kelsey's endorsements. You know, you're like, just let, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But they are a power couple and we all yeah, love to are. see power couples. Well, like nobody, nobody wants anything more to see than than to see power couples in the United States. You know, I guess Travis Kelsey, you know? Taylor Swift. Like, uh, you can't hate on that. Like, who who's gonna hate on that shit? You know, making all that fucking money, two superstars dating each other. Like, this is this is huge, man. Now, my this only question huge. then from there is that. You know, is this going to become a Tony Romo, Jessica Simpson type of ordeal? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. This is this, much is this, Well, it could be bigger, but my question Huge. is... Huge. You guys remember, right? Romo, when he was dating Simpson, was, was awful and throwing picks all the time. He was Mr. Turnover Ro Romo over there. Now, is this going to affect Kelsey's game on the field? Because that's that's what I care about the most, obviously, is that, I think it's that he's not though. distracted uh, on what's I, going I, on. I, I think field. it's different being a quarterback and you know, dating that kind of high level versus being a guy that's just receiving the ball and, and playing your game. You know, what's funny about this is this is someone in the NFL that's very prominent dating Kim K now. Uh, isn't that a thing, Mr. Odell Beckham? Is that right, Tanner? The, are, are is it Odell? Really bringing Odell? I don't know if he is. Look, is it, are we did, bringing Odell in? Do you this? think he purposefully injured his cock so no, he could be I, spending more time with Kim K? I don't. Because what, I think I, he's an injured cock, period. Normally, like, just, so, so if just that's his life now. Kim he's K, he's so what, past his prime, dude. Is that, like, that's oh, irrelevant then? It's OBG, irrelevant. Yeah, LBJ is past his prime. You've got Kelsey who is no one entering. Cares. <laughs> Kelsey's at the end of his Nobody prime. Cares. And so if you're Travis Kelsey, you're, you got to go all in. If, if you're a player on the Chiefs, like you, this, this does not matter. It doesn't matter who you're dating. You got to go all in. You got to give it your your best shot here because you're only going to be around for what one more year, two more years. Like he's at the I, end of my his girlfriend prime. asked me this week how much longer Kelsey has. I gave her three years. Is what I told her. It's appropriate. It's appropriate. Three years, and I'm not expecting elite level play going into year three. Trust me. If Kelsey's wearing down at age 36, I'm not going to be angry. It'd be cool, it's, it's, but well, don't expect it. I'll put it this way. You're not going to have 1,400 yards at age 36. There's no way. It's not a possibility. I'll, I'll put it this way. He's got a whole, Kelsey, Kelsey has a lot more. He's got a lot more leeway than DeAndre Ayton. Then than that, <laughs> that's a guy we're going to we're going to talk about Ayton later on in the show. But Kelsey's right. probably going to be more productive than Aiden in the next three years. All right. Any final thoughts on that before we move along here? Have fun, Kels. Do your thing. Have, Have fun, fun, man. Dude. Make That's as much care. money as you can because do it. Like, I'm not going to tell you to do anything else. Like, I, I would do the same thing in your shoes. In fact, and a lot of, and 
So are you trying to say he might be a sellout? <clears throat> no, I'm waiting for Larry Johnson to give us a, a rundown oh, okay. on why this that's, is some part of the satanic temple. <laughs> no, some no, kind of no. a satanic ritual that he's a part of now. My point he's is, been sucked in by the elitist. And I'm waiting for Larry Johnson to tell us all. About we it. all do. We all do the same shit, which is to make as much money as possible. We may, we try to help our family as much as we possibly can. And that, that's what, it, what, that's what he's doing right now. So like anybody that wants to hate on that, you know, I, I understand it, but I, I'm doing the same thing in my own personal life right now. I'm making as much money as I possibly can right here and right now and that's exactly what kelsey is doing so very nice all right guys real quick so let's let's talk about the jets chiefs real quick so uh you got the injury report uh yeah bring it up tanner bring up injury report it's a okay. big one but guys it is a big one but it's not as bad full participants let's not make too much of a big deal about it so Correct. Tanner, let's focus on the the real the serious injuries okay so you're i'll just give your lps and dmps limited practices did not practice for clarification noah gray illness did not practice nick bolton inc did not practice chris jones groin groin chris jones interesting limited practice Kadarius tony toe limited practice one two three four five six seven eight nine ten different guys also on the report full practice uh jet <clears throat> side real quick here uh mckay beckton Knee limited practice. Uh, Wes Schwetzer, another lineman, concussion did not practice. On top of Brees Hall, limited practice. There, you know, so. we, we went into this season, you guys, and we saw Bears and we were like, eh, Who gives a shit? Then we saw Jets right after that and went, like, Oh, this is yeah. gonna be a great game. We cannot wait to get this thing going. It's gonna be tough. I mean, it's in New York. I mean, the Chiefs could have trouble with Rodgers. And now we're looking at this game and just going like, um, just play your backup. How, how how classic is this though? Aaron Rodgers gets injured week one, five snaps in, and of course it's the same year that once again Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers are supposed to face off, and they don't it's, face. Tanner, off. it's three times now Third in time. Mahomes' career. Either Mahomes is something injured or has, Rodgers is injured. Something has happened to where they have not played each other. So uh, for some reason, we may never see that unfold. I don't know. It's, maybe it's just but. a sign now, like. Just don't it's, schedule it. It, it may never happen. It, you know, it is what it is. Mahomes is going to have great battles along his way in his career against great quarterbacks. He just maybe will never face the uh, the guy who he, in a lot of ways, looked up to play style-wise yeah. growing up. Yes, of course, he, he Mahomes has been a very open about being a Brett Favre fan uh, whenever he was a kid, and then Aaron Rodgers, of course, afterwards, and the way he modeled his game. Um, so, but, you know. Whatever. It is what it is, guys. Here we are sitting here facing Zach Wilson instead, which, you know, thank God, because uh, I think I'm going to be going up to uh, turn two at at, uh, at Hollywood Casino, hanging out with Vinny Pasquantino of the Royals. Oh, shit. And be hanging out with him during the game. That's that's my plan for the evening, that's guys. Pass. Sunday night. So uh, I'll be up there doing that. But back to injury report real quick. Um, so Nick Bolton, once again, looks like he's probably not going to play again this week. And Kadarius Tony, the, the toe injury is still there. Obviously, what's the point in playing him? Do There's not no don't, point. Don't send him out there. It doesn't make sense to me. E- even Chris Jones, if he's if he's hurting at all, come Sunday, why put him out there? Um, why? I don't I don't really know the extent of this groin injury. And Chris Jones is not typically one who has random lingering injuries or whatever that's yeah, going to cost correct. him a bunch of issues. I mean, that's not that's not really normally his mo on that. Um, but I mean, obviously a guy like Nick Bolden, you want to have him for the stretch of the season. I mean, he's not a guy that's ever been injured as a chief. So him going through this situation, let him take his time. Kadarius Tony is always injured. 
So for me, Always, I don't give a damn about Ter- Kadarius Tony being on this team up until about uh, week 15. You know, around there. Then after maybe maybe didn't get in a rhythm a little bit, keep your damn ass on the field finally and get the playoffs. So I mean, I- I'm with you. Like, why play Bolton or Tony? Your next three opponents after is it three? Oh, and, uh, four opponents. Sorry, or five opponents. Six. Oh my gosh, dude, we're freaking stacked after this game. Vikings gonna be a shootout. Broncos, Chargers, Broncos. So you get two easy games, but division games. And then you got in England, the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins game is by far the most interesting, of course. Of those, I mean, the, the Broncos are just hoping to steal a game, which, you know, we'll, we'll talk it's about that here in just game. a second. We know that. But um, no, so real quick. Uh, so we've, we've seen about Jawan Taylor and, um, you know, some of his penalties that's been that's popped up the last couple of weeks. And now three illegal formation penalties yep. have been called against him. Meanwhile, no other lineman this entire season to this point has also been called for that same penalty as far as not lining up on the line of scrimmage far enough. Um, but we've seen many examples along the way. Andy Reid's finally speaking out about it. Patrick Mahomes spoke out about it now, and everyone's kind of frustrated. Everyone's frustrated that Jawan Taylor is being targeted right now by officials and what we're going to do about it. I don't know. I mean, what can you do about it if you're the, the Chiefs other than just point it out and say, hey, uh, you you guys are literally making this more of a deal than it, is, than it needs to be. There's, and There's not much more you can do. But here's the problem. The officials can now use this as some kind of ammunition for adjusting games down the stretch of the season when they feel necessary. Yep. When they feel like it's appropriate to, you know, like that big play to Justin or the Marquez Valdez scaling this past weekend. They went for a, what was it, basically a 50-yard touchdown? Yep. Called back based on that illegal formation. The exact same spot that Juwan Taylor had been lining up literally the entire, entire game. game. But they used that moment to then throw that flag. That's what's going to happen down the stretch of this season. And a big opportunity, a big a big moment against a great team that's going to be so freaking screwed up that it's going to drive us crazy. And I'm, I'm glad that Reed and Mahomes are getting ahead of it now and starting to say something Call outwardly because that's not normal of those guys. But we got to get ahead of this now before it becomes an issue later on in the season and they do start using it as a way to keep games closer and to keep the Chiefs from uh, you know having these explosive plays because at the end of the day, the NFL wants games okay. to stay close. It's couple, good for business. A couple games we're going to highlight there would be the Dolphins-Eagles-Bills games that they could easily use it against us. Absolutely. And in big moments. Cost that's that's what I'm afraid of. I'm, I'm, cannot, I mean, it's going to be a fourth-quarter situation. Chiefs are going to have a 40-yard play down the field to extend a drive or to have a touchdown. It's going to be called back because the guy they they perceive him to be not far enough up on the line of scrimmage. It's lined up the exact same way as a lot of other tackles in this league that just don't ever get called. Yeah. So Yeah, it's very disturbing to me on a couple of fronts. Number one, the fact that you called Juwan Taylor for the penalty and then Patrick Mahomes got injured or potentially uh, that could have been a serious injury on that next fucking play. Right. And so now all of a sudden you have the face of the league getting injured because the NFL decided that they want, they wanted to make a particular call on that play. So that's number one. That's the most disturbing thing to me that came out of that play. You have the face of the league and Patrick Mahomes that could have had could have been a catastrophic injury. I mean, we we saw what happened to Aaron Rodgers. You know, the New York Jets had high hopes. I mean, their their entire season 
was based on that one fucking play when he got injured. And now you're, you're going to call uh, a penalty on Juwan Taylor. And then the very next play, Mahomes gets injured. Yeah. Wasn't serious, thankfully. Um, but, th- but that's a problem. Like, and I, I think the NFL is going to look at that and say, Hey, you know, we, we almost just fucked ourselves because like Mahomes, you know, newsflash, probably the face of the league right now. We probably shouldn't try to get him injured. Um, but other than that, I think, you know, it's, it's a serious issue. I mean, like Juwan Taylor should not be targeted. Everybody knows that. Um, we, we don't want to have, we don't want to have a situation where we look at games as being rigged because people are getting called for penalties. I don't want to sit here. You guys, you guys know me well enough to know, you know exactly where I'm going to go right now. How many offensive linemen do we have in the league and how many white offensive linemen do we have that line up the same exact way that Juwan Taylor did? How many white players do we have that did not get called for that fucking penalty? Meanwhile, I remember Andrew Wiley ever getting called for something like, you know, what Juwan Taylor, you know, you newsflash. He's a black guy. Why are we targeting a black Man, why, why would it be just one? League, Wouldn't it be more Tyron right? Smith, other guys? So, like Orlando Brown Jr. You know, I'm not gonna give if you. You're guys, trying to get into that, like that's. I, I'm going. So I'm. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave a little bit of space here because this is going into my easy money bet of the week. All right, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're we're going into that. I'm not gonna give you guys my answer here, but uh, when you when you're sitting there and you have white offensive linemen all over the fucking league that don't get called for a certain shit. And you're you're gonna you're gonna punish a black player in Juwan Taylor every fucking day. Jeez, every fucking what are we day. Doing? You know what like, are we doing? I know they're buffoons, but God are, are we gonna dude. stop punishing black players? Right? Are we gonna stop targeting black players? Like <laughs> seriously. Like I'm just I'm wetting your you know, to be clear, guys, I'm wetting your appetite for my easy money bet of the week. I'm not gonna give it to you now, okay. but can we just please stop being racist? We'll, we'll remember that for later. Can we in the stop show? being racist on the in the yeah. fucking? Oh, I agree. And the fucking this oh, fucking I league. Hell. I don't want to watch football. Okay, if we're gonna be fucking racist. I'm tired. Of I it. can't wait for I, you. I, I can't I wait agree. for this next segment. Dude. I, I agree. Oh, Jesus, I can't wait for can't, this next hey, segment. Uh, so real quick, I I just wanted to ask you guys. So we've seen seen now the Chiefs are using a uh, wide receiver by committee type of approach, right? Correct. I mean that's that's been a statement that's been said. I don't like that. Typically, I actually like continuity when it comes to quarterback and receivers approach to the game. Um, I don't like just mixing and matching every single game. And you know, who your continuity is right. I, uh, well, your two people. What do you mean? Who's your two receivers that are always in the game? I'm talking about wide receivers, Tanner. Yeah, who's your two receivers that are always in the game? Well, Justin Watson gets a lot of snaps, and. Well, hold on. Heavy watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. What? <laughs> no, hold on. MVS is not getting the snap oh, counts that shit. you think. Let's look, let's look at that. As a matter of fact, when you want to talk about snap counts, MVS is actually getting lowered down as time goes. Um, but I, I just want to, I'm curious what you guys think is going to be the actual top three receivers once we get to the last three weeks of the season. You know, who's going to be the reliable ones? Who's going to be the ones who've stood out enough to where they or earned more playing time? Justin Ross had 29 snaps this past game, as a matter of fact. Um, 
but no, this this past game was very much a mixed bag of different guys, which is fine because there there we had some injuries throughout this week. So Kadarius Tony had the toe, so he only played 15 snaps, um, which we should not have been playing to begin with in the first place. Um, but Rasheed Rice absolutely has made a name for himself at this point, and yes, he's had a couple of missteps along the way. He's talking about going down. He had one. He's had a. He's had the most in the receivers rank at the. Well, for the total of the of the season, he played sixty. He played over sixty five percent of snaps for the season. For the so season, but I'm talking about last game, Tanner. Well, last game, sixty five percent. So you're saying he's played sixty five percent of snaps so far. Justin Watson's also been out there for some of the most as well. He's been starting every game. So Sky Moore is the next one in. Sky Moore, and after that's uh, probably Tony, but then Rasheed Rice. I I, I went away from it. Be, I want to look at snap count here. Forty one, fifty five, forty one. So there's no difference, dude. There's no difference in the snap count. M- M- as much as you want to make a difference of it, there's no difference in the snap count. No. Uh, you know what's sad about that? It should be. If the numbers you're not. saying right now are true, and that even proves my, my point further let, about MVS's production. Let me give this to you real quick here. You're looking at MVS with 65.55%, Sky Moore with 64 mm. Okay, and then your next one down is Justin Watson at 38, Rasheed Rice, 33, and then... Justin Ross, Kadarius Tony. So you're telling me Kadarius right Tony, seventeen percent. Well, Tanner, he he missed a whole. He gave up game one. So I mean, well, he missed a whole game. I'm just telling like, you, like he's no, it's just it's not the same thing. Well, you you would assume that you wouldn't miss. You would only okay. You're telling so based, me in two games, Kadarius Tony's only played thirty. Based on snaps. the based on the numbers you just said, you just said our starting receivers are MVS, Justin Watson, and Sky Moore. Correct. Those are the top three. My question to you guys is, by the end of the year, who is going to be your top three? Who's our top three receivers? Is it going to stay the same? I sure as hell hope hey, not. Hey, man, I, I love Kadarius Tony. You know I you know, I love him as an athlete. But, you know, if I'm giving my answer right now, it's going to be Rashi Rice, MBS, and Sky Moore. Those are the big three right there. You so, you know, hey. like, I, I love Kadarius Tony. And if he can... You know, if he can if he can make it happen for the rest of the year, I mean, a full season and more power to him. But to me, those are the top three players because Rashi Rice, like we believe in him. You know, like he's a big bodied receiver. MVS, you know, he's a guy that's been there and done that. He's Mister Dependable. Sky Moore, you know, like like you guys are fucking laughing at this shit. No, not you. Like I'm not laughing at this you. This is legit. Like th- those are your top three receivers right now at the end of the season. All I'm saying, Rashi Rice, MBS, and Sky Moore. If that's Sky, if Sky Moore is a top three receiver on this team, that's sad. You, it's sad. You guys, you guys realize last year our finish for receivers can snap counts was MBS at 67, Juju at 66. Hey man, and uh, and Justin Watson at 42. You know what? I, I, I hope I'm wrong. What? Justin Watson was there for. You guys, you guys know what? Four games, right? If I'm wrong, he, he was, four or five. He was available. Was he available? If I'm wrong with those, the three that I picked, we're gonna win the Super Bowl because that means that Kadarius Tony stayed healthy down the stretch where it mattered. Because if if I can put Kadarius Tony into that mix as the number one, then we're we're gonna have a great. We, we gotta find season. a way to get Rasheed Rice the ball more than Sky Moore. I agree. That's going to help the offense. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but I, I agree with you. I, that That's the best case scenario for I, sure. I don't think you kick uh, MBS out. 
I don't, I don't think they do. I don't think you kick Justin Watson out uh, as much as we all want him to, but I don't think you do. So I think you got MVS. I think you got Justin Watson. And I think Sky Moore will have your next number of snap counts in this. Thing. Sad group of receivers right now. I, <laughs> it's sad sound. I mean, when, just when you say them it's out loud, so bad. Like when, when I, you say them out loud, it's just disappointing. Like I knew Sky Moore was up there, and then when you said, you know, MVS hasn't. Well, you guys know how I feel about Sky damn. Moore. You guys know how I feel about that. I mean, it, you know, it'd be you know, it'd be really awesome right now to have on this roster at the moment. It'd be like a. Uh, Tony you know, Gonzalez. You, you got your no. <laughs> you, you you got your Kadarius Tony, who may or may not be available. You got your Rasheed Rice because you're going to draft him anyway. And then uh, you probably got George Pickens to be your WR one. You know that sounds like mm. a like a really good group to start with right there. Um, and then you know Justin Watson could be your WR four or five, like you wanted all is it, along. Is it no with your with uh, your George Pickens stuff? Now all of a sudden you're just going into your wet dreams that you have yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's a fucking wet dream. <laughs> dream. That George right. Pickens shit. I know I'm over it now. I mean I'm, I'm not over it, but I'm over it for this topic at least. So, all right, guys, uh, you guys ready to move along to the next? Yeah, let's do section. Because um, I, I did have another question I was going to ask, but we don't need to hit on it right now. I mean, honestly, it's. No, we just gotta, do it, man. We got to get all night, man. It's well, a we got to do our prediction. What's your prediction for the? Jets We've got game, three man? hours, man. Just ask okay. whatever you want to say. Uh, yeah, prediction for the for the game. Um, no, I, I feel like it's gonna be a complete blowout again. I mean, I felt like the Bears game was gonna be a blowout. Um, I remember making fun of you because you said thirty-one twenty-one, and I was like, the Bears are not gonna score three freaking touchdowns. That's what I is what I said. I think I said thirty-one ten, so I was close. I guess. Yeah, close I, I I said ten. So you said ten. Yeah. Okay, but I well, was I was more on the twenty four um, mark though. Well, okay. I was I was drunk as fuck, but that uh, that was not my easy money bet. So it was like I, no, it wasn't, I wasn't your trying money to bet. miss. It I wasn't, wasn't trying to mislead people. Yeah. So the, right now, the the Jets team right now is in flux, and there's a lot of disappointment and anger going on in that <laughs> locker room. There's a lot of people that are pissed off at the way that Robert Salah is handling the quarterback situation. Unreal. Um, and I I kind of agree with the team on that because I think you you have to just realize this is not worth our time. And move along. And they added Trevor Simeon to the roster, which could get some snaps on this game, depending on how it begins. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that Woo. Chiefs walk away with this easily again. Uh, no reason to think the Chiefs can't go out there and give them a uh, – I'm going to give them a – I'm going to give them a 27 to 7 final score. I like that. 27 to 7. I mean, you know, the, the big storyline in this game is like – Everybody in the world knows that the Chiefs are going to win this game, but like, what's going to happen between the Coog Hunter and Trevor Simeon? Like, who's going to be the legit starter of this game? I think they're going to. Are they going to throw? Yeah, he's a, he hunts. He likes the Cougars. <laughs> so Zach Wilson, he loves those fucking Cougars. He that's why they call him the Coog Hunter. But if he starts the game, is he really going to finish the game, or are they going to throw fucking Trevor Simeon in there? I don't fucking know. Like, it's a fucking, it's a shit show. Like, how many fucking distractions can we have in the land of the New York Jets? Like, all of a sudden, we brought in Aaron Rodgers. He was supposed to be the savior. Then he hurts his, he hurts his cock. So his cock is injured. Now, all of a sudden, you got that coog hunter and Zach Wilson <laughs> likes to hunt those fucking cougars. And then now, now, all of a sudden, it's Trevor Simeon. I mean, how many fucking quarterbacks can we get in the fucking same room at the same time? It's a fucking disaster. So the bottom line is for me, um, you know, what's the line? It's nine, nine, nine and a half, five, nine and a half. 
you know, I'll take uh, 27 to, I'll do 27 to 24. Wow. 27 20. It's going to be close, man. I want to know how they score but, the points. But wait for the easy money by the week. <laughs> you, you have to. Don't take me seriously on this, guys. Don't take me seriously. If you, <laughs> okay? if you walk yourself ass back. No, it's 27 to 24. But if you can wait until the end of the show, guys, I promise you, I will give you a uh, legit pick. To bet on that will blow your All fucking right, Tanner, mind. What do you got? <laughs> Just real, get ready. Real quick, Stay tuned. Real quick. Do you think this Kirk Cousins to Jets thing could actually happen? To Ooh, what? That, that's what, no, that's what everybody's no. calling for. What are the Jets going to do? No, How are they gonna make Justin that Fields. Just, Justin Fields going to be Justin traded. Fields. They're going to trade him. the ball. He's going to. They can't trade him. Why would they do that? Because Zach Wilson sucks think, worse than Justin oh, Fields. What, what I think they both think it's really about to fucking happen. Yeah, look, look, that's not happening this year. You or don't think it's going to happen? Because Kirk Cousins is on his final year, right? Know, no it's no not. contract. And look, the, the Vikings are not giving up. They're in the towel already in this season. I, that's what I was saying. But that's why everybody it's keeps not an, It's not like, oh, okay, we're starting over the middle of the year. The rest of that team would give up on you. Yeah, they would. All of them would. No, it's not happening. Sorry, it's not happening. It's a uh, fun idea, but it's not happening. I mean, guys, I might be benching Garrett Wilson this week here in fantasy football. It's going to be scary. Uh, but give me a 30? 30 to 3. 30 oh, to three. shit. Balls. Okay. Uh, yeah, I could. I not. I, yeah, I think that sounds I, good. By the way, I think these 30 points, though, I think in the first quarter, the first three drives, we get stopped because the Jets defense is still good. We got to remember this. But they get tired really easily because the offense can't move the ball. So hey man. Hey, sounds good. Jets, Jets are gonna cover unless you listen to me <laughs> later on in the show, man. You gotta stay tuned. All right, all right. Jets are gonna cover that. I, shit. I did wanna just because uh we do a show once a week, I gotta give a little bash real quick. But uh can can you believe the Denver Broncos give up 70 freaking points, 10 offensive touchdowns in one game, the wow. NFL record. NFL record, you guys. Ten offensive touchdowns scored in one game. And, yeah, I know people are like, oh, but the point record's 72. No. Those teams, the the Washington Redskins at the time, yeah. and then the, the uh, New York football team at the time, both of them had uh, 66 and 72, respectively. But um, they had returns for touchdowns and defensive interceptions for touchdowns. This Dolphins game, <laughs> where they won 70 to 20, all 70 points. Well, Did I guess it? 63 points were scored through the offense. Didn't Russell Wilson play the whole game, too? Yes, Russell Wilson played the whole game. Didn't he play the whole game? Well, I mean... Oh, wait, he played the whole game? That guys, was that? guys, that that is so that is the worst defensive performance, technically, oh, of all time. Because you allowed 10 off... Five passing and five rushing. Which means you weren't selling out for one or the other. You were equally as bad at both. You suck ass. Suck ass. Hey. And Sean Payton, the head coach, he wanted to go out there and, and make a big ordeal this offseason during training camp about how much Nate Hackett sucks oh, ass. Oh, he's a turd, he, he shit man. the bed as a head coach. And, you know, this this Broncos team is the top five worst Sean coaching head Payton. jobs of all wow, time. That guy sucks. And then I'm going to take over this roster and tell Russell Wilson, you don't get your own room anymore and all this other bullshit. Sean Payton, you can eat a hot fucking dick right now. You suck <laughs> ass. Hey, you know who never did that? Hackett never gave up 70 points. No, he did not. No, I never saw Hackett. No. In fact, we have not seen that Wait, in over 50 that, years. That means Josh McDaniels never gave up 70 points either. Even Josh McDaniels. Unbelievable. So I will submit to you that 
The oh, reason the reason why Sean Payton gave up 70 points is because he can write a blank check right now. They yeah. they brought him in. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. You know, they they brought in Russet Potato. Not Russell Wilson. Russet Potato is your fucking quarterback. You don't think that Sean Payton has a blank check right now to do whatever the fuck he wants as a Hall of Fame Super Bowl winning quarterback? You know, that he is not going to be held accountable. Okay. As bad of a coach, as, as shitty as you think he's doing right now, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's got a blank check. He can do whatever he wants. And so he's probably trying to get Russet Potato the hell out of there as soon as possible because that's a big fucking contract. When we go to our NBA topics a little bit later on to the show, guys, we'll be talking about some contracts that are shitty, but that russet potato contract, Russell Wilson, that's a shitty ass fucking contract. And, uh, you know, Sean Payton doesn't give a fuck, right? They, they're probably for all I know right now, guys, you've got three teams tanking right now in the NFL, at least two. You've got the Denver Broncos, you got the Raiders. And then I thought you had the Arizona Cardinals, but apparently they They decided to win a game. I don't know how the fuck that happened, but you've got a lot of candidates. Let's put it that way. You've got a lot of candidates in terms of tanking in the NFL right now. And and Sean Payton is one of them because he didn't give a fuck. Like he, he's got a he can write a blank check. You got a great quarterback class, right? We're looking at next year's draft. We got a great quarterback class. Sean Payton didn't give a shit. He's like, let's get rid of that fucking russet potato. I want to I want to live in a world where I can make Russell Wilson play as shitty as possible, right? So I can bring in a better quarterback <laughs> next year. And I know that's it's very difficult to imagine that because when you have a, a quarterback like Russell Potato, very difficult to make him play shittier than he the, than he already wants to do in his own fucking mind, but Sean Payton is capable of that, right? Like you can Sean Payton is that good of a coach. He can make you play shitter than you want to play. So, like, you just bring, like, you bring in Sean Payton, you know, like, dude, give me a fucking, give me, give me a high draft pick next year so I can bring in the quarterback that I want to bring in. We talk about it with Justin Fields all the time. None of these guys, you guys, you, you two motherfuckers right there, dude. The two of you motherfuckers, you always want to talk shit. You guys talk shit about Justin Fields all the time. All the time. None dude. of those fucking general managers. None of those head coaches. They don't give a shit about Justin Fields, dude. <laughs> because they didn't drink the motherfucker. <laughs> so do you really think? Do you really think with a straight mind? Mike, look at me with a straight look, face. Look at me with a straight face. You're talking about the defense. You're talking about Russell Potato. <laughs> oh, I got to give a shit. Mike, look at me with a straight face and tell me that, that Sean Payton really gives a shit about about Russ and Potato because we, where does I know the Bears giving up seventy points as a defense, and you went on a rant about Russ and Potato. He did it on purpose. <laughs> he did it on purpose. You guys don't understand. Oh my god! He did it on purpose because if you can tank as an NFL organization, if you can tank, and you're walking into a really really great quarterback class, and you can draft a great quarterback, why would you not do it, man? You you guys. You guys are fucking laughing at me, but you would do this fucking same thing. 
You would do it right now. Look at me. We, we gotta look at it. me. <laughs> we gotta say you, you would do it. You would do we the same thing, <laughs> and you would do it the same thing that Sean Payton is doing right now. He doesn't give a shit about Russell Potato. Russell Potato's retired, man. <laughs> hey, man. I don't want to see Russell. I, I just told the owner. Hey. Take my salary and get rid of him. Hey, just, take, just, just take my salary and get rid of him. Everyone's on a timeout right now. Bullshit, right? Jesus Christ. Hey, just take a timeout. Every, you, no, you, you heard a timeout. timeout. Everyone's no. on a fucking timeout. Timeout. Russ and timeout. Potato. No, we're not talking about fucking potatoes anymore. <laughs> I'm serious. It has been. Okay. Jesus Christ. Just, 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 just let me finish, okay? Let me finish. What? <laughs> I brought up minutes. they gave up 70 points and you let went on a finish. fucking rant about no. Russell Potato. Let me finish, okay? I'm going to I'm going to give it back to you, okay? God. You can trust me. You guys can trust me. I'm going to give it back to you. Russell Potato is a has been, okay? Sean Payton doesn't give a shit about Russell Potato. Russell Wilson, okay? Russell Wilson is an NFL Hall of Fame quarterback, okay? He's a has been, okay? When what happens when you become a has been? Nobody gives a fuck. He's done. Get him the fuck out of the league. Move on. Okay. Okay. Sean Payton's going to draft a big dick next year, Mike. And you know it. You fucking know <laughs> it. Of all it. people. You I'm fucking know it. You're the, <laughs> you're the NFL expert. This guy right here, guys. He's the NFL we, expert. He fucking knows it. We got some comments here. We're moving on from that. Okay. So let's start from my <laughs> first comment. Gavin, Gavin, thanks for tuning in. I uh, appreciate yes. you. Yes, thank you, Gavin. How's you, Gavin. how's my team? Herbert, Kyrie, jo or Kyrie, Kyrie, Jones, Puka, Cup. Oh, Kyrie, <laughs> Chase, Ayuk, yeah. oh Waller, and he has he's benching Ridley. He's benching Flowers. He's benching Ford. You got to bench Kyrie Irving. You got a Ayuk by trading Josh. I like that trade. See, I, I always uh, questions like this. I, I love hearing questions from all you guys. Absolutely. I always have to throw it back to you, though, because how was your team in correlation to the rest of your league? That's the question you need to be asking yourself, because I can look at this roster and go, heck, yeah, I'd love to have Brandon Ayuk on my team and the options of Cooper Cup and and, and Mr. Pooster Puka. Puka. Um, you know, and Kyrene's had a good start to the season. Herbert's a good quarterback, obviously. Um, you, you got some good things going. Obviously, you got Ford now on your roster, so that's awesome. But how was your team in correlation mm -hmm. to the rest of your Team, your league you're dealing with when you're facing a 10 team or 12 team. I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's it's you against yourself. How are you going to make your if, roster better on a week to week basis? But would you start what he has started right now, or would you make a change? Um, I would start without a doubt. I mean, Cooper Cup's coming back pretty soon, I think. Yeah, is what the sound of it is after this. After so this I think week. he's rotating Puka and Cup when it's time. You're gonna you're gonna have Chase and Ayuk, um, Waller. Great, great option to have back there without a doubt because I think if they can ever figure things out, he can be more of a focal point of the offense. Uh, but Ridley, uh, I know he's half off to a somewhat slow start the last two weeks, but don't give up on him. Yeah, um, Calvin Ridley's a guy that you should absolutely have um, ready to roll at any moment if the right matchup presents itself here. So, yeah, I mean, I think you're, I think your starting line is appropriate. Yeah, I, I, I think you're fine with where you're at. Um, you got, you got the main guys ready. Just, you just need good matchups. Gonna be playing the matchups all year long in that kind of lineup. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it, Gavin. Not bad. And good trade, by the way. Right, you for trading with Josh Reynolds out. Nice job. Uh, vexed FN. What's up, Vexed? Thanks for tuning in. He What's says, up, yo? So I, I have the same dilemma. I have the same dilemma currently in the buffoons league. Yeah, I'll bet you do, uh, man. Starting, you got a lot of dilemmas. Says the last mm. place guy currently. Oh yeah. Stop talking. Yeah. 
Starting Hawkinson <laughs> or Laporta yeah. this week? Hawkinson or Laporta? Who's, do you have Goff or Kirk? That's what I want to know. If you have any of those two, you're starting the tight end that goes with it. Um, and that's what I have Kirk. So I'm going Hawk. I'm going Hawk until Laporta shows me 20 burgers consistently or something. But I have that ball, I have both of them on the lineup. And it's great to have the depth in the decision making. For me, I if I had Goff, I'd probably go Laporta over Hawk, to be, be honest with you here uh, as well this week. But I currently have Cousins, so I'm going Hawk in this one. What would you yeah. guys do? No, that makes sense. I, I like that one. I mean, nothing against Laporta by any means. I mean, I think he's going to put up good numbers because it's going to be a tight matchup. Yeah, I, I see Green Bay giving them a good of a good fight. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a blowout one way or the other. So, which means he's going to be active throughout the game I mean, plan. He's coming off an eight catch day, so right, it's going to he's going to be active without a doubt throughout the entire game. Which I always worry about that, and you see lopsided games and outcomes. We saw Mahomes get pulled in the third quarter. And I had a bet on that. I had a bet on him get the over 303 on the um, rushing and passing number. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen because he got pulled in the third quarter. Games like what's coming up here tomorrow night with Laporta is you're, you're playing a game that's going to be decided by three points probably. So yep. you like the idea he's active the entire game. But then again, the Vikings are playing the Panthers. So, I mean, that's that's going to be one to watch as well. It's a, it's a, it's a tough one. It's kind of a <clears throat> literally, if you have any of those two quarterbacks, choose yeah. it based on your quarterback. If you don't, you're probably, I mean, it's, don't beat yourself up either way, but Tanner has both of these, right? Tanner, I do. I you do. got both of them on your roster. So go with what Tanner says. I, I'm going to, I'm going to take Hawkinson here all the way. Right. I'm starting Hawk. I'm going to so. talk Haw- Hawkinson all the way because I never trusted this guy because he can never stay healthy ever since he came into the league. And now all of a sudden he's healthy. So he's on the heater right now. So when the we heater. play, when we play casino games, we always love to talk about the heater. I'm going with Hawkinson because he is on the heater right we, now. I trust him. We also haven't seen Green Bay's defense this year with a good tight end coming into play. This is the first test. Laporta's had five <laughs> receptions plus every game this, this year, and now you're going against Green Bay, who's held tight ends to three or less. So we'll this, this is a good test. I'd go Hawk, honestly, on this one. Question from uh, Michael Charnisky. What's up, Michael? Thanks for tuning in. Yes, sir. I'm in a three flex league, and I'm trying to decide who's who to start. My options are Derrick Henry, Zach Moss, Jerry Judy, Brian Robinson, Romeo Dobbs, and James Connor. So I'm guessing we're picking three out of this list. Yeah, is it's that a right? Three flex league. Three so you flex. Get, so you're picking three guys. Yeah, without else, so obviously you don't know Derrick Henry. I mean, that's the isn't probably, he hurt though? Like he only he, well, he got out carried by Ty Spears last last week. How severe is that going to be going into this week? I don't let me look here. You got the injury report, Tanner. Tell us what's going on over there. I haven't, I haven't pulled it back. Um, no, I do, I do like Brian Robinson, of course. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, interesting one. Um, he, he's even playing well with Jordan Love. So that is good news to at least see this point. Um, I was kind of afraid of Dobbs that he was going to be an Aaron Rodgers only kind of guy, but it turns out he's a pretty good player after all. So um, I like the idea. I, Zach Moss, of course, had himself a great game. I don't know that I'm a believer in Zach Moss personally, and that's my own probably uh, beliefs and issues with him. He's a jag. We all know what jag right. means, right? He's but just a guy. Just because he have a, has a good game last week does not mean it's going to carry over and all of a sudden his career takes off. That's not going to be that kind of situation. Who are we talking about? I'm talking about Zach Moss. He's a jag. Yeah, I just a guy. Just a guy. So right now he's got yeah. Moss as one of his options. Um I think it's fair based off of last week to to assume that kind of thing. Um, but I also like Jerry Judy. Uh, I think that's a good good one to go with. I know I know the Broncos are just a complete clusterfuck, but 
it's one of those things you never know when Jerry Judy could uh could pop off, I suppose. Uh, but I like Brown Robinson, guys. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about him, but I've liked him, you know, since he came into the league last year and um, is really a mainstay for that offense, I think. So Gosh, without a doubt, though, I'm going to go Henry. He needs to be a part of your offense. As long as he's playing, guys, if he's getting at least 15 carries, then that's all he I had, need. He had 11 last week. Okay, but is he getting, okay, it's 11 last week. We got 15 this week. That's all I need, man. That's all I need. I, I'm a little scared on the Derek Henry thing, but I believe still at this moment there's not enough evidence to bench him in this as well so i would go henry i would go i would go uh i would go god dang i'm, I'm going henry james connor jerry judy and romeo Dobbs. what are you talking about I'm, Tanner? I'm going henry james connor and romeo Dobbs. he just said I, not enough evidence there is tanner what the fuck no, are you talking there's, about there's not enough stat are you showing him under 50 are you all of a sudden in election attorney not enough evidence what the fuck are you talking about stop talking politics <laughs> i don't know i don't do no. that shit so i think we can all agree though at least henry and judy i'd go right? henry judy and james connor you're going Con you're going connor yeah i'm going romeo and you got Ooh, Zach. i would have to go i'm going romeo i'm romeo going too? romeo yeah because i've got yeah. jordan love. i'm starting jordan love actually this week yeah, that's true. Quarterback, yeah. So Judy, Judy, I believe sure. in that fucking Packers, dude. It's gonna be a shitty game, anyways. But yeah, I'd say I definitely go Henry one more week, see what happens. If he gets out carried by Spears, time to bench him. Judy and Connor. All right, real quick, let's guys, let's 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 move along here. We got to talk about the tush switch push gears. for, a, we gotta, for a moment. We got to switch gears here for a moment. We right? we have to switch because gears. we we went too Sorry deep on that last job. topic, man, and I did not mean to make that happen. So yes, you did. Um, you did mean to do it. We're miss this moment. Move okay. along here. Stop lying to me. All right, guys. Uh, so everyone's been talking about. Obviously, we saw all the last year the Eagles using using the tush push quarterback sneak, whatever you want to call it, um, where they you know all basically line up in a bunch formation and. Uh, Jalen Hurts normally gets the yards on his own, but great blocking, and normally they push him along the way if they need to. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with the play itself. I think it's just literally football. I mean, it's, it's like rugby 101 in a lot of ways uh, with, up, with that kind of thing. I'd never want to see this play be uh, you know, uh, push, pushed away or banned from the league or flagged at any point if that was to ever be a thing. Um, never want to see that. I personally don't. But well, my question to you guys is, how would you stop it? Because it's looked at right now at a 90-something percent success rate from at least one yard out or more. I think it's a 96. Or I mean, it's, it's, it's basically unstoppable. That's yeah. what everyone's talking about right now. Is yeah. that it's not something you can stop on a consistent basis. If you do stop it, it's probably because Hurst slipped. Um, but no other team's running this. You know, I don't, I don't see the Colts right now. I mean, I know, obviously, last, or last week was Gardner Minshew, but... You know, it's something the Colts could use maybe one day down the road with a guy like Anthony Richardson. It's, it's maybe a thing that uh, the Bears could use one day with Justin Fields more often. Stuff like that. My question to you two is, how would you approach stopping the uh, tush-push play by the Philadelphia Eagles? All right. So, in terms of competition, we are not going to stop it, okay? Because the Eagles just lost the Super Bowl to the Chiefs, all right? So, obviously... It was not successful, right? Because you didn't win that fucking game in the Super Bowl. They did the tush push all fucking day long. You lost the game, okay? So it's not like we're talking about something that's an unfair advantage, okay? Because it's not unfair. You just lost the fucking Super Bowl. On the other hand, Todd Bowles, who just played the Eagles, said that 
I know a way to stop it. Okay. The way that I'm going to stop that fucking play is that I'm going to play defense and I'm not going to let it get, I'm not going to let it get to third and one. Okay. It's not possible, so if man. You don't let it get to third and one. Hey, man. I understand we have safety concerns, right? Like we always want to talk about safety concerns, right? Got all these fucking injuries and, you know, wannabe injuries and injuries that we think happened over the last 20 to 25 years, but they probably didn't really happen. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Okay. So if you can stop that fucking play, there is a way to stop it. Okay. You just take out their fucking knees. You just concuss the hell out of them, right? <laughs> go for the head. This is the replacements. Okay, that's what he's talking about right now. Go for the you head. Go there, for the knees, right? Like you, if you really like, I'm, I'm not, right. I'm not. This is not legitimate, okay? Like I'm being honest. Like this is Falco. It's Falco coming him. back from halftime. <laughs> if you really want to stop it, guys. If you really want to stop it, go for the head. Go for the knees, okay? But that's that's not realistic because. Nobody's out there trying to kill each other, right? This, this is goddamn replacements. You're yeah, yeah, about. nobody's out there trying to kill each other. But like, to be honest, like we're we're not going to take this play out of the league, okay? Do you want to know but there's why? There's talks of that potentially down there the road. There is talks. There is well, when something's too good in the got, NFL, we got to take it away. We have, yeah. but, well, isn't yeah. that the name of the game in the NFL? Isn't, the name the, isn't that football? You can't find you, find a way to be the, to win. The, the Barstool when you guy, do, they want to say no. You, you, you know what the Barstool guys? Like no, Barstool guys said it was because it was more rugby style, and you can't have rugby style apparently in hey. football. Makes uh, zero sense. I'm going to tell you guys. Let's go back to when football originated with Walter Camp in the 1800s. What do you think it looked like? What do you think it looked like? This is football 101, yeah, guys. I'm sorry, but it's football 101. I don't care if we don't like it. It's football 101. I've got to break it. Are you done it. with your shit? I've got to break <laughs> it to you softly, okay? I'm going to break it to you softly right now. The only reason why they would want to do away with that fucking play is because they're a fucking bunch of pussies, okay? They're, they're scared, okay? You're scared, right? With your when If you're the NFL, you're scared... When you have all these fucking injuries come out, you know, and people get hurt and things happen. But guess what, man? That's the nature of the game, okay? What? If you do away with that fucking play, the NFL is over, okay? Nobody's going to watch that fucking shit. If you do away with the tush push, the whole fucking league is over, okay? Now, I'm going to boycott the whole fucking league. If You're going to boycott the league. Yeah, I won't watch a play ever again for the rest of my life because it's bullshit. Okay, you should be able to do guys, the toast push. My question is literally, how would you stop it? <laughs> you, you guys. My question was literally, I don't how care. Would I don't you care. stop the tush push? What is your game plan? I don't care. If you were to be put me a defensive coordinator. I don't care what, what your would question you do? is. Okay, because the NFL is it. trying to do away with it. The NFL is trying to do away with it altogether. But if you want me to ask answer your question, the official answer is I'll do what Todd Bowles said. Don't let it get to third and one. All right. There you okay? go. If you if you there care, you if you care about player safety, you know, there you go. Don't let it get to third and one. But I don't give a fuck. Okay. I that that's the sport of football. Okay. This is this is a legitimate sport. And if you do away with that fucking tush push, you're a pussy. Okay. You're a pussy. Tanner, what? <laughs> Holy hell. Uh <clears throat> here's what you do. You don't stop it. That's the thing, right? You get lucky, a slip, a thing like that. If I was the defensive coordinator, though, I would chance it, right? I would put in, I'd have my full line 
as my I have four guys right there, four or three guys, sorry, three guys, big guys, teams of tackles in the middle, right? Everybody, all three guys, teams of tackles. I take my DNs and I put them in the middle linebacker spot. I have two guys right behind the D, the three guys in the in the uh, box there. And then I would take two. I, I would make my two outside linebackers uh, corners or safeties, and I that way, just in case they try to do a little play action crap. But that I would do. They I almost did this past week. They did. They did. They That's tried. what I'm saying. You got to prepare for it still. But if you can stack as many big guys as you can in the box. That's the only way outside of them, Jalen Hurts dropping the ball, you know, like he did in the Super Bowl in uh, week one, uh, and also, you know, slipping. Outside of that, this this play is unstoppable, and it, it's, an, it's an amazing feat that nobody has really done it consistently since then. Guys, that's a good I, start. I, I fucking hate to tell you this, but, right, that's how you stop it. You just start injuring players. You don't you pull a replacement. You go right? for the head, so, you go for the knees, all right? You, you know what, I, the, I re, you know what movie the right replacements now. are, right? I don't care. Do you know what movie care. the replacements are? I'm telling you how you to stop that <laughs> fucking play. <laughs> you know what you I'm talking about. You just asked me the question. Do you know replacements? These guys huh? asked me the fucking question. How do you stop yeah. this fucking play? And I told you the answer, okay? You're telling me. You go me, for the head and you go for the you're knees. You're telling me what happens at the yes. halftime before they hit the, hit the playoffs when Falco comes in, takes over for the. I don't give a fuck. And they and they just freaking bash everybody. First. I don't give a fuck. Exactly what it is. <laughs> All right, you want me to give me a serious answer? What's your? You serious? put. Do you have a serious? I'll answer? give you a serious answer. You put Zach Wilson in at the quarterback position instead of fucking Jalen Hurts, and then you put a fucking you you go right to the head. You give him a concussion, and he never sees a field again for the rest of his fucking life. That's how you end that fucking play. Because the NFL will ban it at the no, drop of a hat. Jason, oh, Jason. At the drop of a fucking hat. Jason, you I, fucking I like, know it. I like you it. Know fucking know Jason. what they'll fucking do. Well, well, uh, is that why you're putting a white guy there? Well, I know we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about white players. I'm just telling you that Zach Wilson, like he's not he's not a very good quarterback, man. Like uh, I'm not talking about white versus black. Like look, it doesn't Zach, take me the Zach quarterback Wilson, to do the tush push. You could put a freaking lineman Zach in there Wilson, to hey, the man. snap, and you might get it. Zach Wilson's not going to do that fucking tush push because he doesn't have the fucking balls to do that fucking tush push. Right. Not going to fucking happen. All right, so I will say I appreciate Tanner giving me some uh, little legitimate, uh, actual something to go off of. Like if hey, we were man. sitting in a coach's room, I'd at least. Entertain the idea of what no, Tanner had to talk wouldn't. about. There. I'm giving you the expertise. I think that give me the expertise. I think that what we're missing in the league is just something we haven't seen as much at all since this these people retired. But uh, we need to Troy Paul Amalu. Troy Paul Amalu was, was the great yes. the goat. Yes. Jumping yes. Over I agree with you. Then German suplex your I ass. I agree with that. As shit. soon as you would jump over the line, so as soon as you dive before his feet, yes, he's going over your ass and giving your ass a suplex. But he timed the snap perfectly. That's the thing about Troy Palomalu. He was the goat of timing snaps yes, from the safety position. Absolutely. And so basically, if you can get it down to a science of when that snap's going to occur, then you have a chance. Then you have a Cam Chancellor type of a chance to then run up there as a safety and then make that play on the quarterback. And because I agree with you. Here's the thing. Your down lineman will never make that stop. Never. Your down lineman, no. your down lineman no. being chopped at their ass right away as soon as that play begins. Your guys right behind them have a shot. That's where you bring in the other dude and your guys that can time the play. Here's the thing. That play is called on the one yard line, right? Or yeah. when you need one, one yard. So yes. at the goal line situation, the very least, you can at least 
give if you do go off sides, let's say you miss time and you go off sides, who gives a shit? You give up half a yard. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. You're either attacking them for a loss, or you're attacking them at the exact line to gain uh at, at that moment. So to yeah. me, it's gonna require a player with the ability what Trey Palomalu did back in the day to come in and make an impact on that kind of a way against stopping that type of offense. Because otherwise you're not gonna do it. A mano a mano. A uh, lineup like that, it's not going to work. It's no. not going to be stopped ever. Ever. Absolutely. Totally so th- agree. That is the number totally one way agree. to stop that play, in my opinion, is timing the snap and having someone who can jump the line uh, at the exact moment that the ball is which would also create a turnover if done correctly in the right kind of way. Um, I mean, if, if, if a Jawan Taylor can go off sides a thousand times, then, you know, so maybe, maybe a linebacker can. Surely somebody else can. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe. Bottom line is, not every team can have Troy Polamalu on their fucking team. So, well, of course, of course. Good luck. Right, but what I mean is, can we not maybe inspire some other players around this league to uh, have some balls like Polamalu did to try to make an impact yeah. like that? Because that guy freelanced all day long, did whatever the hell he wanted every single play, and I mean, in those I, situations, I guarantee the, you, Troy Polamalu would be the one to make a stop you, on a two. Do, do you think Troy Polamalu wasn't the guy that, if you ever heard Pat McAfee's story, lined up in the A gap? Right, yes. he came in the A gap. He never did that before, but he had suspicion. Troy Palomalu has he suspicion. Knows. I gotta go. I gotta go here. I just gotta go here, and it ruined everything. Yes, absolutely. You, he did he whatever what he, he wanted on the field. He's an amazing so, fucking player, man. I'm just telling you right now. Not everybody if, had if, that. If shit. I'm a coach right now in the league, I'm talking to my most athletic safety on my roster, and I'm telling him whenever go you see ham, this alignment dude. come up, go ahead. You gotta be the man. You be the one to <laughs> sacrifice your body. Go ahead. You gotta be the Jeff Hardy. To go doing a swanton yeah. bomb over the top of that offensive line to make a tackle on the quarterback. And you just had to explain to him, offsides, a penalty. I don't, I don't freaking care. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, if you disrupt it, even here's the thing: if you time it correctly, if you disrupt it just barely, it's enough to make the ball slip out of his hands. Correct. That's it. That's it. Correct. Just that's go. That's just kill, kill Zach Wilson. Other, other than that, that's yeah, that's the only way Zach I can think Wilson. of at the moment. So maybe if uh, we you know, always we think about working, this a little bit yeah. longer, it's always a possibility. Yeah, think about it a little bit longer. It's a good idea. So, anyways, that's that's my first thought. So, all right, man. Uh, guys, we got. Let's let's jump over to our. Uh, well, Jason, this is your this you is your time, man. Fucking topics, man. This Shit. is your time, man. We got two more topics tonight. Um, this is your time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it is it time for us to make our selections for the it people to make be. some money back it at home be. right now, sitting around? Because last week I felt like I was a little unhappy. Tanner, do you want to tell us real quick stats on that? We oh, before screwed, we jump man. into it, I, I got I got screwed last weekend. I I did tell you guys the wrong thing last week. So <laughs> no, I'm, what I'm saying is I was wrong. You admitted it, and, I'm wrong, man. and I was not confident either. And not only that, but the JG gave you some bad advice last week. So yeah, we're here, guys. So JG boys, we are here to make it up. JG with a fifty percent winning right Fuck now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, JG. <laughs> You had Commanders plus six and a half. They obviously don't score any points this year, this week. Due to the rain, okay? Like my, my I don't want to hear what guys, being related. You guys all know Never that shit, whatever I bet on would happen had it not rained. So I'll give you a, I'll give you a good reason here in just a minute. Mike, you had a parlay, which is very weird for you. Very it's weird. because I was indecisive the entire evening about, about this. Oh, I didn't shit. know. Where's my one of the no, I will money. Oh, no, Tanner, there's, I could not have done that because speak, I, I took two money line picks. I know, which were not even close to being anything near a spread. So I just took two safe money line picks. Well, the Jaguars shit the bed. So. Jaguars shit the bed. Hit the Jaguars money line parlay, and the Jags 
blew it. Lions ended up winning. Yeah. Got that out. Bye. Sitting at a 67% winning percentage. You know what, guys? Sometimes we shit the bed, but at some point, if you're if you're if you're winning at 51 and a half percent for your life, I mean, you're gonna make guys some money. So that's what that's what we're all about. We're here to make you guys some money. We're here to make it right. And we made some difficult picks last week. And it didn't work out, but we're going to make it better this week. So, so JG had four picks total so far this season. Mike has three picks so far this season. Myself, I have nine picks this season. Uh, we have uh, my win. I had a win on Thursday night with C Mac getting over 17 and a half attempts. He had 18 uh, there towards the end. Uh, Air Force San Jose State over 47. Air Force almost covered that themselves. Got that W there. Yes, sir. Then, uh, the anticipation of Joe Burrow oh, being not playing on Monday night did not work out for me. He ended up missing the Rams at plus two and a half by half a point on the on the late score there for the Rams. So at plus two and a half, ended up losing. So now we got I got a sixty three percent or sixty percent win percentage there. As a group, we're still sitting at the sixty percent. We went down, Tanner. We were at seventy less. We were. Ooh, we were. We got some. We got some room to go, but I'm excited to see what we got for room for. Uh, if you're a dude, if you're a sixty percent, you made a fuckload of money. If, if you managed, if you had a good money management system, you made a shit. First two weeks, yes. Last week they lost. Let's get them back on the win train. Yes, sir. Right, hey, uh, so, Jason, uh, you ready to kick us off? We I, read our huh? read our ad. He needs to do the thing. Hey, let's read our ad. Okay. No, not All the right. ad. He needs to introduce. Oh yeah. Hey, can you uh? Can you can you do this, Jason? Oh fuck you, asshole! Jason. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Hey guys, sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity, and I want to connect you all with an opportunity to get started or get ahead. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the most simple way to maximize your profits. And there has never been a better time to sign up. When you visit my page, signupexpert.com slash buffoons, you'll be connected to all the sportsbook sportsbooks in your region, along with a review of each platform and its unique benefits. All of these sportsbooks have valuable signup offers for new users. And when you register through my link, you will automatically receive the top offer at each one. When you use multiple sports books, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com slash buffoons. Wonderful, Jason. Thank you. We appreciate that. All right. So, who's ready for the easy money bets of the week? Mm. All right, uh, Tanner, I'm going to let you go first, man. You know, uh, you know, let me go last. All right, let fine. Go I'll last. go first. Let me go last. I'll go first, guys. Mark me down, Tanner. You got to write it down. We got to write it down as I go. So, I'm going to make it up for last week. I did not like my parlay. I was also unconfident about the week in general. Uh, so, this week, walking into this, this looks easy to me. Uh, without a doubt, I got Ravens plus three. At the Browns, I'm taking two away teams in this one. As a matter of fact, so uh, yeah, obviously the, the Browns in this situation to me be a little different. It was Nick Chubb. So I know we're talking about Jerome Ford now as running back, and that's 
that's the focal point of their offense in a lot of ways. Cream's done. Yeah, that's he's also injured right now. So. <laughs> Not that he's relevant or whatever, but the Ravens they're gonna make up for the loss they just took to the Colts. I mean, they're pissed off about it, and that's a good team. The Ravens are a really good football team that had no business losing to the Colts in that fashion. They're gonna let it bother them without it out throughout the week, and they'll take care of business here against the Browns. My other one, you guys, is the Kansas City Chiefs to cover that nine and a half. Is that no, okay. not parlay. Separate for bets, guys. Separate bets. Do not parlay this at all. But you know, take both bets. And good things can happen. Chiefs minus nine and a half. Um, I love the cover in this one without a doubt. Uh, this this Chiefs defense this year has allowed thirty three points so far in the season. And going against Zach Wilson in this environment, I mean, it, I just I feel like it's it's this this is the game. It's going to finally wake up Robert Salah of the, of the Jets, the head coach over there, to say, okay, time to move the hell along, and this is not, not going to work because I'm about to lose the team, about to lose everyone's belief in, in what I'm trying to preach here. Uh, if I don't make, make an adjustment, make a switch at quarterback. Yep. And we get to be the ones to have the party on the back end. Taylor Swift is going to be there. Guys, that's right. At the Jets game. And uh, we're going to put up numbers. Travis Kelsey is going to do his thing. We'll record out the most is the defense. Defense is going to still step up and just be out there wrecking that freaking Jets offense. It's not going to be end up well for the Jets. And um, like, like I said earlier, that's why my prediction for the game was 27 to 7 was that uh, I, I see this thing being a horror show if you're a Jets fan. So, uh, yeah, take me the Ravens plus three and Chiefs minus nine and a half in a blowout. All right, guys, I appreciate all of you that waited until the end of the show because I lied to you a little bit earlier, right? I was just, I gave you guys a little bit, bit of a teaser early on. We created a narrative on this show, okay? And the narrative is that the NFL is out to get Juwan Taylor, right? Because as a black player, they're going to they're going to call more penalties on Juwan Taylor than anyone else in the league, right? So we, and I, I take full responsibility for this. I personally created this narrative, okay? It's just not going to happen, okay? Because we called it out. I called it out last week. You- I called it out this week. If if the NFL doesn't stop fucking calling penalties on this fucking asshole just to cover the fucking spread, I'm going to go ape shit, okay? Because it's not fucking fair. Are you... It's surprised he's even starting fair. at this point in the league. I don't care. It's not fucking fair. Okay. If you're going to keep calling penalties on a black player and not calling on the white <laughs> players, then what the fuck are we doing here? It's a waste of fucking time. So you, you can thank me guys. You can, you guys can thank me later. I created this narrative personally on my own. Okay. The Kansas city chiefs are going to cover that 9.5 because if they don't the whole fucking league is rigged. Okay against black players that allegedly, allegedly line up in the wrong place. Oh yeah. Sure. Fats. Like you're, you're, you're so fucking smart. Like, like all these fucking referees are so much smarter than me. Like they can just call out players that line up at the wrong fucking place. Fuck you asshole. The chiefs are going to cover this fucking spread. And if not, the whole fucking league is rigged, man. So I'm going to take the chiefs minus nine and a half. And if they don't fucking do it, then I'm sick and tired of these fucking racist fucking NFL owners that like to rig these fucking games. So, guys, it's going to happen. I'm calling them out. 
you it happened on this fucking show, guys. You could let you should listen to us every fucking week because I am I will be the first one to call out their bullshit and their fucking racism. Period. End of story. Perfect. So we both have Chiefs minus nine and a half in Tanner. Yes, sir. We're gonna give it a I mean, blowout. I, I agree fully with you guys. Minus nine and a half. I'd take that. I'm I'm dropping but, Bob on it. So. Are you gonna put it on there too? I'm not. I got another I want right. I got another game that's easy money bet. So you got one or how do you have college again? I got a college. Oh shit. I won last week. What are you talking about? Go for it, Tanner. I want to hear Why are you so shit. mad? Tell me the college pick. I want to hear it. No, we're doing the first one. Thursday night, guys. Thursday night football. Once again, a player prop. Sam Laporta. Four right. and a half receptions. Give me the over of the four and a half. He has five, five, eight. He has never scored less than five receptions. So earlier you said take Hawk, but now you're going Laporta over five. Five over. Doesn't mean Hawk's not going to get more. I, I might go Laporta, this man. Is, this is a prop. I'm just saying to answer the the question earlier from the fan. We don't know what Green Bay does, I, but I think you're going to see five receptions. I'm just saying Laporta. it's going to be a close game throughout. I would say Laporta is going to be involved the I, entire game. You, you can't go wrong. I'm going to be honest with you. You're not going wrong in your pick. Mm, all right, okay. go ahead. So Laporta, four and a half receptions. Are I like it. Uh, I like that shit, man. I'll go for that. The I'm not going to give you one. I I did Wednesday, so Wednesday today, earlier today mm-hmm. on my betting show. I'll give you another easy money college bet here. Saturday, eleven. Bet on Dion, damn it! Bet you better bet on Dion. I'm going to bet USC to cover that. That's for damn sure. What's what's no, the, what's the spread? On minus, no, you're what, a racist, dude. What's the spread? Minus on twenty-one that? and a half. Don't be I'm a racist. USC oh, I'll take USC. Day. I'll take USC. Bomb them all day, just like Oregon. Yeah. Man. You're going against Caleb Williams. I'm taking USC. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, Saturday, <laughs> 11 a.m. Central, Utah State at UConn. UConn is horrible, horrible, guys. Really? Give me the minus six at Utah State. They played some close games. Tell me how you really feel, you bastard. I, I'm, I'm going Utah State, minus six on the spread for minus 110 there. And then finally, my NFL pick uh, for this weekend is actually going to be on Monday night. It's going to be Seattle's money line. Uh, some reason the Giants are favored. Uh, so give me the Seattle money line at minus 105 on DraftKings. You just say the Giants are favored. In Giants are favored. 105 is shitty. Make sense it makes zero sense. 105 is shitty, man. Like, yeah. zero sense. I want no part of that. Yeah, you, you got to go on the Seahawks. Go, go grab them. Like it. It's it's plus one and a half go all in, the Seahawks, dude. I think, still. Go all in on that. I do love the Seahawks, though. I'll tell you. I love, sorry, I love the, dude. The, the Giants are I fucking love. Yeah, yeah. I love Seahawks. you. I just Plus want one and a half. I want fucking Geno Smith to win a fucking game. Giants well, fuck I want, fuck. Yeah, that's that's weird, man. I don't understand that at all. All right, then. Well, there we go. We got that one out of the way. At least we're we're tricking along here. We're we're about done with the show, you guys. I'm sorry for those of you who've had to uh, deal with this punishment of listening to our uh, rant this this evening. But um, I, I guess I'll give you guys one more thing. One more quick thing because there is some big news in the NBA. No, we don't. We're gonna don't lie to you, me. Let's don't talk lie about to me like that, right? Let's talk about You're it. You're just man. making just shit up. A minute. What am I making up? Do you have Do you have a bomb? Do you have a woge bomb that you would like to talk about? Uh, I don't have a woge bomb. I, I'm giving you guys. I know it's September, and you guys know my rule. I don't talk NBA honestly until like uh, January. Really, I hate talking about the NBA. Man. I, I especially hate in it. September, I, I get pissed. Fucking sucks. But there was a big deal that went down today, so we'll go over that for just a minute. Um. Tanner, how do you feel about that? You feel like going over the NBA for a second? Yeah, let's do it. It was a, it was a big trade. All right, big trade, guys. I'm going to let you guys discuss the trade amongst yourselves for a minute because I don't know anything about it. You guys know that. I'm the NFL guy. 
What do you mean you don't know anything about it? It's part of your team, dude. Well, am I a Suns fan or something? Yeah, All right, you, so guys, you have a jersey or something. <laughs> so Tanner is going to pull up the details here, but the it. bottom line is the only thing that anybody cares about is that Dame time, Damian Lillard finally found a new team. He is going to leave the Portland Trail Blazers, going to the Milwaukee Bucks, and. Tanner, you got the details of that? I do, do wanna... I do. So it's a blockbuster deal here. So the Bucks received Dame Time. Blazers received Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton from the Suns, Tumani Kamara, Bucks 2029 first-round pick, unprotected, swap rights on Bucks 2028 and 2030 picks. The Suns received Joseph Nurkic, Grayson Allen, that bastard, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. All right, so right quick, let's talk about winners and losers. So winners, obviously the Milwaukee Bucks, they already have a championship ring, okay? So you guys come into the show, you already know when you listen to the JG, I only care about rings. I don't care about stats. I want to know how many fucking rings do you have? Well, the Bucks already have a ring. And they're going to keep Giannis Antetokounmpo because Giannis had already threatened, I think it was either, I think it was two or three weeks ago, he had threatened that if the Bucks don't make some changes in that organization, that Giannis was going to either demand a trade or probably be get the hell out of that organization. So uh, the Bucks are the big winner here because not only do they acquire Damian Lillard, but they get to keep Giannis Antetokounmpo, who has already won them a championship ring and now all of a sudden they have a chance to win another championship ring um i would say another winner in this trade is the phoenix suns because they got deandre ayton off the books that was a monster contract i mean when, when you sign a guy like deandre ayton who can't shoot threes who is might play defense every once in a while when he's on the, you know, on the interior and might block a few shots. Um, but he doesn't shoot threes. Can't play perimeter defense. You get a guy like that off the books uh, in terms of the Phoenix suns, you won the fucking trade. So I've got the bucks as a winner. I've got the suns as a winner. Tanner, as you talked about, they did get Grayson Allen. Uh, they got some other pieces Good in that trade. Guy. You know, not they didn't get a lot of pieces, but Grayson Allen is a guy that can hit threes. He can shoot 40% from threes. When you're a, a team like the Phoenix Suns and you lost a guy like Mikhail Bridges, who is now a star player on the Brooklyn Nets, you've got to bring in guys that shoot threes. And Grayson Allen is somebody that sh- that can give you that. Uh, but most importantly, you got rid you got eight and off the books. Portland. I will say that the Portland Trailblazers are the other winner in this trade because they got assets. And not only did they get assets for Damian Lillard, they are now a team that free agents are going to trust. Okay? So if you're a free agent, you're thinking about going to Portland or any any other team, you're going to trust the Portland Trailblazers because Dame Time was a guy that put his – life and soul into that fucking organization. And the trailblazers basically came out and said, you know what, Dame, you gave your life and soul to this organization. We're going to put you not necessarily in your first, second or third choice to where you want to go, but we are going to move you. We are going to give you a chance 
to win a championship, which is exactly what Damian Lillard deserves. I mean, if you guys are an NBA fan out there, I mean, I'm a Spurs fan. I like the Golden State Warriors. No, no matter which team you are a fan of, we are all fans of guys that play their whole fucking careers into their fucking early 30s. They don't have rings and they want to they want to go to a better organization that can give them a chance to win a ring. And so I think Portland getting the assets, but also putting Dame in a situation where he can succeed. I think Portland's a big winner here. Um, in terms of losers, I would say there's only two big losers in this trade, and that's the Philadelphia 76ers because you've got another guy. We talked about Giannis Antetokounmpo being a guy that, you know, if he doesn't get what he wants, he's going to leave. Well, Joel Embiid is that next guy, okay? What did they do? They brought back James Larden, used to be known as James Harden. Now he's going back to be... He's wearing that fucking fat suit. He's a Larden. And and you know what? Joel Embiid, he's not going to win anything. But the, the 76ers are the big losers in this trade because they were not able to acquire Damian Lillard. Same thing with the Miami Heat, Jimmy Buckets. Uh, Jimmy Butler is a guy who's proven he doesn't need any help. He can make it to the NBA Finals. He can't win the NBA Finals, but he can make it there. And... uh Big loser there because I think that Jimmy Butler was a guy who was hoping that his organization would bring in a guy like Damian Lillard to put them over the hump. Um, I would say another big loser in this trade is fucking Boston Celtics. They, they're not going to do shit next. I mean, you got to look at all of the contenders in the East. Boston Celtics have the loss. You just, you get, why are you going to put the Celtics in? They signed their guys. You look at all of the contenders in the East that did not land Damian Lillard. They're all fucking losers. I don't think so. Right now, the Bucks have already proven they can win a championship. Okay. They did it with Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is not there anymore. It was more of a, a defensive player. Now, all of a sudden, now all of a sudden you bring in a guy like Dame Lillard who's going to just blow up the fucking, you know, the score. You know he's going to score more points, and um, you know the the Bucks are the winner. So the the teams that didn't acquire him in the East, those are the big losers for me. Could the NBA about to have some off season or some uh, preseason uh, issues coming up? Listen to this from Jimmy B. This is Jimmy B. After the trade to Miami, this is on TikTok. All right, I'm turning it up. Y'all need to look into the Bucks for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just going to put that out there. Y'all didn't hear it from me, but I heard it through somebody. Y'all look at him. So he's talking about. He doesn't look, like the uh, Dame Lillard going to the Bucks thing. He did not. His he's, reaction he's very was bothered not by good, it. And he's saying that there was some tampering by the Bucks, possibly, yes. to get the Dame Lillard situation done. I mean, very bothered by it. You yeah. know, I, I think if there if there was tampering, like you would have heard it by now. I mean, we all look back to the Lakers uh, a few uh, way uh, quite a few years back when they tried to acquire CP3, and the NBA voided. They voided that fucking trade, and so that that's not going to happen in the situation. I mean, this this thing's already over, man. And so I think that the Bucks are obviously the favorite in the East. And when you're looking 
as far as the landscape of the NBA championship, I mean, yeah, we all think that the Golden State Warriors are going to be the favorite here because they've got CP3. They got all the pieces that they need to go ahead and win uh, another championship with Steph Curry. But I don't, you know, it, it's even to me. I mean, the, the Bucks are the favorite in the East and the Warriors are the favorite in the West. I mean, like, that's that that's all so, there is to it, man. But I think in terms of the trade, like, we have a we have a lot more losers than we have winners. So as gamblers, of course, sports bettors here, as we love to see, let's take a look at the odds here for the championship for the NBA. How this affected in the last, what, six hours, four hours? Right, somewhere in that matter, Bucks should be the top. The, the Bucks are the Bucks are the favorite. They were the favorite to open uh, on another this side, on the East, right? This side, no, total, the total. This, the is, top? this is over no, the okay. championship. I, I this is over. Wow, that's interesting. Bucks I agree are, with that too. Bucks okay. are favorite now at plus four hundred as the best odds, three ninety on DraftKings. If you go that route, uh, next up is the Celtics, who have stayed the same at plus five hundred the entire time. And then after that, of course, it's the Suns, the and the Nuggets tied up. Uh, if you you talk about the, the Heat. Where are the Warriors? The Warriors are, the are plus seventeen hundred. Well, dude, that, the Heat that team are plus three thousand. Warriors are done, dude. Your 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 only other team is the Lakers at plus thirteen hundred. That's your next one. That's closest to them. So right now, I I would run Bucks Nuggets. I would run Bucks. to the books. I would run to the books right now and try to make a bet on the Golden State Warriors because the the Milwaukee Bucks are just as old. I mean that. Damian Lillard is old as dirt, man. If you think if you guys think the Warriors are old, Milwaukee Bucks are old as shit too. Chris Middleton is an old, mm. old know, bum. We're we're uh, we're possibly you know what October twenty first is the first preseason game in the NBA. Don't remind me. I'm, I'm going to the books, man. I'm going to the books because I think that I'll the look. Warriors. I think the Warriors are just as. I mean, if anything, they're younger. Right, they still got Wiggins, so they're if anything they're a younger they're, team. They're not young. They got in the Milwaukee Chris Bucks. Back. They got Chris Paul. It's not younger. Yeah, but but they didn't but, do but anything Chris to Paul, make them younger. But Chris Paul is a complimentary piece, right? Like I understand they're going to throw him into the hey, starting Mike, lineup. Mike, how did that I complimentary can't even piece begin go? To talk about Chris Paul, <laughs> but, you guys. How, how, much how I the complimentary piece go? Okay, but like, okay, <laughs> he's a part of your team. He, Let's just ass. okay. Let's just analyze this for a little bit, okay? He doesn't do anything well anymore. All actually. of you motherfuckers, everybody like, out there. He's king. Who gives a shit? The guy's actually. If anybody, the sucks. sun's got younger. All Awful. you motherfuckers hate the fucking you know the Golden State Warriors. I understand that. Right? No, that has nothing Chris to do with it. No, it <laughs> We're trying to be honest, man. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, I misspoke. You guys hate Chris Paul. I do hate Chris Paul. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. So let let's just. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a quick analysis. Okay. So as much as we hate Chris Paul, the Golden State Warriors still play defense. What did you take off of the Milwaukee Bucks? You took off Drew Holiday, who is a really really good defensive player, and now you've got an older Chris Middleton. You've got an older Dame Lillard. You've got Giannis, who is still in his prime. I would actually take the Warriors. If that was my NBA final series, the Warriors versus the Bucks, I would take the Warriors right now because you got Wiggins over there, who's a, a little bit younger guy. He can play some defense, whereas the Bucks just got rid of Drew Holiday, who was they're probably one of their best defenders. And then you got the Bucks. The Bucks to me are a little bit older. I mean, like, you know, like 
Steph Curry is an old guy, but you still got Draymond. I mean, to me, it's kind of a coin flip. But I, I think I it would is. take the Warriors if that was my NBA Finals series. I'd take the Warriors to win. So how they're plus 1,700. They are. That That's weird to me. Kings I might put some money down. The, the Kings, who went far last year, 5,500 right now. Yeah. So so basically, Vegas says that the East is going to win the championship. It doesn't matter outside who, of the Suns, who's the only Nuggets and Suns are the only two. No, Vegas is saying it doesn't matter who, which fucking teams are in the NBA Finals. The East is going to win. Yeah, that, that's the, what Vegas is. They saying got the Bucks right and now. Celtics. Yeah, your top two. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Good news is uh, we don't have to talk about this at all for another month or two, right? Uh, so something like that. Probably. Did you say preseason starts October twenty first? Yeah, I'm not talking preseason. October twenty first. Look, whenever, what, whenever you guys want to chit chat about NBA preseason, uh, there's a bathroom there, right over there. there. I'll go in there. There and is. There will be news. I'm not going to spend. There will time. be news in November. I'm not going to be spending time. The NBA. About the about all this NBA. I hate crap. to break it to you. It doesn't matter, Tanner. We're, until it doesn't break March. it to you. NBA is so stupid. It doesn't matter until March. Half the team make the playoffs anyway. It's a big old waste of time. All right. Just like half the MLB season two. I agree with you, Mike. I agree with you. We are not going to talk about the shit until Christmas Day. If you you. bastards, you bastards decide to show up to the show. If you show up hammered on Christmas Day to the show, we'll probably talk about the NBA Christmas because there Day. will be oh, some Christmas NBA. I'm going to be at a Chiefs game, as a matter of fact. I was like, a, isn't that a Monday? The Monday? So yeah, Christmas no. Day is a Monday. I'm going to be at the Chiefs game, actually. Well, stop getting drunk, man. Stop <laughs> getting drunk. Come on. Clean your shit up. And uh, we could be talking about the NBA. You know what you know what we'll be doing this, this coming weekend? I mentioned it earlier today, but I'll be going to uh, turn two up at a Hollywood casino and hang out with Ooh, Vinny Pasquantino, like the Royals' first baseman. So, as well as rest of the six team crew. There. What you did have one more, and I'm curious about one this more. One. What yeah, you had the before? I want to see Vinny. God, I want to see Vinny. You see Vinny? Vinny? What we I want to see that you, guy. You, I want to hear. I want to hear this one. I'm, I'm, curious. I'm curious. I hate this. <laughs> this I'm was supposed to be a topic, Tanner. If we kept it around an hour. It's an man, hour and 33 you, you never told minutes. Me that was gonna be but fun. I want to hear what Jason has to say on this. Because I'm curious. We're going to go yeah. two hours, man. Start two hours. Tell me what the fucking topic is, okay? Because I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Fuck it. Let's go two hours. All right, guys. So Tyreek Hill obviously came out in the news Ooh, I like recently talking to <laughs> oh, Mike yeah. Evans, as oh, a matter of yeah. fact, of all people about this. this and, you know, it was just one of those things. Tyreek Hill loves to talk a lot. He just says a lot of things, a lot of stupid things, too, like uh, camaraderie camaraderie is one of his he doesn't know how to say the word camaraderie he doesn't uh, come he says camaraderie so you know when you say stupid things you probably have stupid opinions and stupid <laughs> thoughts so this is the thing uh you know you know about that um but so terry Kill came out and said that after his playing career he is interested in potentially getting involved in some form of adult entertainment yeah, um, that that was his idea. He's that, already had people reach he, out. To he him. goes, well, of course. Whenever you say something, whenever you're a well-known star, celebrity, whatever, they're gonna, they're they're, gonna hammer you. Everyone's phone paying attention. Now. They're gonna go, wait a minute, what did you want to do? And so, of course, gonna be ill. And uh, Mac Evans' response to that was, was a, uh, uh, hey, you do, man. Whatever, whatever you're into. Okay, okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. Mike Evans did not want any part of talking about him becoming a corn star. So he might move to Nebraska and start going through cornfields along the way after his retirement. So at least in, even on Twitter, he got on there and, uh, you know, doubled down. He did. On he his post 
retirement lifestyle? What do you want to be doing? You know, some people retire from their work workplaces and jobs and then they go work at Walmart. You work at the front door. You you maybe you work at Costco. Maybe you take a little highlighter and then you swipe the people's receipt like a freaking idiot. You know, maybe you do that. Maybe that's what you do with your life after you retire. Um, but some people want to go put their penis on a lot of different people after they retire. And that's a possibility as well. You could do that if you want to. Um, free, but so my question to you guys world. is that now that we know Tyree Kill, whenever he's done with playing football, you know, that could be in the next, you know, three, four, five years, whatever it may be, we could be seeing his penis on TV at some point. If you have that enable, you know, smart TV ability like Tanner has right here. I I've seen a few things on this TV right next to us a few times, but you know what we'll that was? That, that was Twitch though. <laughs> that was on Twitch. That was on Twitch, and that was probably a nipple. <laughs> but regardless, um, guys, my, my question to you now is now that we know Tyreek's plans, what is our plans? What is our plans to do in our retirement years? I mean, do you want to have the aspirations Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill does? Could you even have that kind of sustainability to be able to do something like that? Or, uh, you know, what, what's your thoughts on retirement, guys? What are you going to do when you're done with your career? Tell you what, man, that's that's a loaded fucking question. But I, <laughs> it I, is. I I appreciate you for asking that. I really do, uh, because you know we all talk about having a backup plan in terms of our careers, right? Like when you, I've heard a lot of people give graduation speeches yep. to kids who are graduating for college, and a lot of people like to say, "Well, you should probably have a backup plan for." Or whatever you want to aspire to. And um, I was always against that. You know, like, I feel like you should, when you're coming out of college, you should have a plan and you should just, you should go for it, man. Like, don't have a backup plan. You just go for whatever you want to do. And that's the end all be all. Um, but in terms of Tyree Kill, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of him, man. You know, like when you, when you talk about porn and all that shit and having a, a second career in porn, I know this is going to be a big surprise to all of you JG fans out there. I I don't you know I don't get I don't get down with the porn man. I I I probably used to probably probably used to back in the day. You can say allegedly if you want. Back in you know allegedly allegedly back when I was in my fucking twenties and shit. Newsflash: I'm not in my twenties anymore. I'm in my fucking forties. Hey, they got um, hotter though. Don't worry. You you missed out. Last yeah, year. I'm sure I missed out on that bullshit. <laughs> Tara Patrick's like, been gone for 20 years. You, you missed know, out, man. News news flash. <laughs> the JG is not. I'm not down with that bullshit right now. But I used to be, and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, props to Tyreek Hill, man. You know, you gotta have you gotta have a plan when you're an NFL player. Okay, so I'm not here to judge an NFL player because I've never played in the NFL. I'm not a professional athlete. So what happens when you're in your 20s and 30s, you, you've got to figure out what's going to happen after you leave professional sports, okay? Like, you have to have a plan. And so while I'm a guy that's <laughs> certainly not into porn, right? Tongue in cheek. I'm not into porn, right? No, I'm not. I don't, I'm not down with that shit, guys. I, I know it's a big surprise. JG's not down with porn. I don't, You've I don't condone that penis shit. Before, have you? I've never seen a penis. No. <laughs> um, while I, I, I'm firmly not into that shit, I fully support Tyreek Hill and whatever the fuck he wants to do after his NFL career. Because at some point, guys, guess what? When you turn, if you're an NFL player, you turn 35, 36 years old, you got to make some fucking money, right? Because you probably spend it all. 
right. on hookers you know, and blow. If you if you didn't manage your money wisely, okay. And I know. Why do you think you know, Michael Irvin still works for NFL Network? Uh, you know, there's a handful of guys that fucking know how to invest their money and what have you, but probably not Tyree Kill. You you've got to figure out how you're going to spend your time post retirement. Okay. So for some of us, it comes at a little bit later than others. Right. So like in my personal career, I'm not going to retire until I'm fucking 55, probably 50, 55. I don't know. I'm 46 right now, but I'll probably retire when I'm 55 years old. Meanwhile, you got fucking Tyreek Hill. He's got to worry. Hey, we should feel sorry for him. He's got to worry about his fucking retirement in his thirties. Right. So, so get something prepared and uh, like props to Tyree kill because he's got, he's got some ideas. He's creative. I am so in favor of creativity. Like, so it, it doesn't matter what you think about his lifestyle or what do you think he I might be going wonder, through? Like a bunch of kids just fucking what being creative. What do you think his kids are going to think about, him uh, being a porn star all of a sudden when he's in 35 years old. You know what? The kids will take care of themselves. You know what? When they grow up, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, I they understand. Don't like, know, you, so you well, sometimes you, when young women get involved in these kind of things, you know, in the early 20s or whatever it may be, then they're always asked a question, you know, so what are your children going to think? You know, when they see mommy on the screen, you know, getting plowed by a big old 10, 10, 10 incher, you know, <laughs> what, what's going to happen? What's gonna happen? Well, what are, what are you your kids what? gonna think? So what are you? What is Tyree Kill's kids gonna think? You know, if he you is, know, especially someone who's been well known as breaking his children's arm and stuff like that. You know, but um, you have to account you know, for that. What's man. gonna happen? Here's the thing, man. And you, then pushing you, a pregnant woman yeah, down the stairs. Yeah. You just said ten incher. Okay. We have to. We have to account for that. He, so <laughs> if he's got a ten inch, he has a ten inch. Well, cop, he but he's only five foot. I'm talking six. about. He's a short motherfucker, things. right? So he's got to make for the he's got to make up for that shit. My point <laughs> is that I have no idea what's going on. The, the, the no children, idea. the children are important. Okay, don't get me wrong. Like you got to you got to be a good example for the children. But at the end of the day, you're an adult, and you've got to make a career for yourself. Okay. So, so what are you gonna do? <laughs> you're retired. That's my question. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's the main. So yeah. Point of this. Yeah, you don't, you actually don't, you guys don't want to know the answer to that. So, um, yeah, the JG is um, a professional gambler, right? So I, I know how to make money at gambling. Correct. Um, is that just what you're going to do? But you know, you know, yeah, I, I can retire. I can retire. I can do guys. It feels like you're a true profession. Though. I'm, I'm 46 years old. I can retire right now if I want to. So it, it just, everybody's got a different path. And that's what I'm saying for Tyree Kill. He's got a different path. Okay. So, like, some people can be like me. They can find a, a secondary income, you know. And, and for anybody that can do that out there, hey, man, I'm all for it, man. Find a secondary income. But if you can't do that, then fucking do like Tyree Kill, man. You know, just do what you got to do. And he's into porn. I don't actually. So, what are you it. doing after retirement? <laughs> I'm a professional gambler right you're, now. You're Karen. just going to gamble. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you know, it's, it's fucking funny. There we go. You, you guys, a very so long you, guys you guys laughing my ass. I mean, whatever. That's great. I, I love the fucking, you know, the funny shit and what have you, but I am a professional, professional gambler. We're aware of this. And I will do that in my retirement. I'm okay. doing it right, right now. But my point is, is like, <laughs> when you have a guy like Tyreek Hill, like, 
nobody's here to like fucking come down on him and say, oh, you shouldn't be doing porn <laughs> and all that shit. I mean, what are we fucking 12? You know, what are we living in? 20? We're living in 2012. Are we living in 1998 where adults are not allowed to make money in porn? I mean, that shit was going on when I was a child. Okay. If you, if you got to make money, you got to make money, right? Like we're sitting here going after a lot of people going after Travis Kelsey, making his fucking money. Can't you really like, are we seriously going to get into his bank account? I'm not going to sit here and get into Travis Kelsey's bank account the same way that I'm not going to get into Tyree kills bank account. In the same way that I wouldn't want other motherfuckers Jason, Jason. getting into my fucking bank. Why, account, why do we okay? assume? Why do Can we, we just... assume Tyreek wants to make money? What if he just wants to do for enjoyment? I think he's wanting to do it. For well, okay. So with Tyreek, I think he's full of shit. I, I, I think, yeah, he, he's just. I can see him doing it. He's no, not going into porn. I think he's serious. Like, I'm just pretty serious. I no, he's not. I, I'm just making. I'm not doing you, like a. When you see his dick in five years, you're not going to regret I'm that. I'm not going to watch when that. The guy stripped down, back to the girl, like, oh hey, That's by the way, thing. I'll tell you what. I'm making the case. I so what I did was I'm making the case to see his cock on TV, but I'm never going to see his cock on TV because I think he's full of shit. I think he's got. We've seen Antonio options. Brown's cock. What do you think Tyreek Hill's going to be doing? Well, they both Antonio, probably have CTE. No, Tyreek <laughs> does not have CTE. Oh, yeah, he's and, working his uh, way towards um, it. Well, don't draft him. He might blow your championship. I'm not drafting Tyreek Hill. Uh, don't, 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 don't compare him to Antonio Brown. Okay, that's 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 a little bit different story. Okay, both of them want to be porn. But stars. Just let them let them make their money. However, they're probably they going to do a it. porn together. You don't. I will not watch your bank account in the same way that you will not watch their bank I'm account. And watch what the fuck they do. Okay, they can do whatever okay? they want. We are pro athlete. Hey guys. Are we not pro athlete on this show? Tanner, is this is this? We don't give a fuck. Wanted? Is this the response this you is, wanted? We don't give a fuck how they make money. I was we are more, but I mean, this is about what we I, are anti is this, NFL. Is this your expectation was when I looked at that clock and it said hey, one thirty three, and now it's one forty five, and this is what we've heard the last we are, ten hey, minutes. I am pro. <laughs> is I am what you for, wanted, Tanner? You I'll tell you what. This? I expected more gambling talk. Shut the hell up, Tanner. <laughs> I I am for the player. Okay, we are all pro player in the NFL. I'm not judging the player anymore. I'm over. I'll tell you it. what I'm against. You do you want to know what I'm against, Mike? I'm sure you do. Oh my god! If I'm for the player, that means I am against the plantation owner <laughs> Roger Goodell. That's what I'm against. What does that have to do with my question? <laughs> that has to do with. African American studies, which you have uh, nothing, no clue about. That has nothing to do with it my does. question about retirement. I, I, I'm against Roger Goodell, man. He's, he's an owner, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say that word again that I just said, but what he's the an hell owner are you doing? and I'm pro player. Okay. I, I want the players to do whatever the fuck they want to do. The players should be able to make their money. Okay. That's the bottom line. Okay. So oh you, you take God. that what for what doing? it's worth. Hey, fuck you, man. Hey, if you're against, are you in? So you want, so listen to these guys. These guys want, they want Jawan Taylor to have more penalties okay. to call against him because, you know, gotta, like, we got to have a time out here. Chiefs. This, go was, Chiefs. this last go one's Chiefs. your fault, by the way. Hey, man. No, we, gotta, we need Taylor. to take a big old timeout for this one. Jawan Taylor, this is, make this your is money. a big timeout. Nobody's Look, calling good nope, call. Any more nope. penalties. I, nope. <laughs> I don't know where we got on. Hey, I, I, remember, I remember we missed a show a few weeks ago <laughs> on a Wednesday. We, we took a week off for some reason. If something was coming up, we were all busy. We did two and hours. And we did a two-hour show after that. I feel mm. like at this point, 
coming <laughs> forward, <laughs> the next week's show should be like 10 minutes because <laughs> we give the people way too much, way too much information. I'll tonight. tell you this, man. <laughs> why do why do the NBA players have more power than the NFL players? That I'll put that. That's a question. You know what, guys? We're gonna. That's gonna be our topic for next week. Okay. Why does Aaron Rodgers? The outro. <laughs> why? Why does Aaron Rodgers have more power We're just than to the go NBA players? You know? Thanks for watching. Straight to the outro. Outro. <laughs> outro. See you guys. Hey, love you guys. Straight to the outro. See us next.